Adriana, thanks for being on our show. Thank you for having me. We're super excited to get to talk to you, find out a little bit about what you do, how you did it, and maybe gaining some knowledge or tips on how somebody else may be able to learn from you. Sure. First things first, let's just get straight to the point. How do you define success? Laying my head at night, knowing that I did my absolute best today, that my family's healthy, that I did better today than I did yesterday. Sure. And that I am aligned with my goals and my expectations for myself. That's what success is to me. I think that many people get lost in other people's expectations of them or what the world and society says you should have or you should be or they confuse success with material possessions. But I think it's being aligned with who you were meant to be, with your purpose. What, what is a commonly held belief of being successful that you passionately disagree with? You know, I find a lot of people driving the newest car, having the newest purses, very expensive purses, which I love purses. I have nothing against Don't tell that. me you don't have one. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but even, even in that, I feel very conservative. A lot of people are so wrapped up in the right now, they're not thinking about 10 years from now. They're not thinking about retirement. They're not thinking right. about down the road. So I think that success should be long-term. Have you ever got to a point where you felt you've, you've hit a level of success you were proud of? I feel like I'm there now, and it's not so much because something's paid off. It's because I'm living underneath my means. I'm not overextending myself. We just don't live worried about what next month is going to be. We're prepared. Was there anything that you tried that didn't work that actually helped you get to where you are now? Being completely disciplined and organized in this industry is key. And knowing where every file is at every point. And once I did that, things started flowing. Was there ever anything that you would say you tried that didn't work and that you would tell somebody, don't do that because it, you know, I think the cold calling agents or prospects doesn't yeah. work. I think creating an audience where you are able to establish your brand, you have to be your own brand. Once you have that and you establish your own brand and you establish credibility, everything else falls into place. So it would be work smarter, not harder. Did you ever consider getting out of working for yourself since you've started? Once you find within yourself the ability to create something, and you realize that you are able, it's hard to go back. Right. That first step of going into working for yourself and creating your own business and following that dream and following that passion, that's the hardest step. But once you take it, how are you gonna go back? What is your ultimate goal on your entrepreneurship at this point moving forward? Really establish ourselves as a staple, not just here in Winter Garden. I want it to grow organically. I think that we are able to do that. And that is gonna offer everybody on my team stability because I'm not just gonna launch something big and hope that it happens. Sure. We're gonna grow by our work, by our reputation, by the product that we're delivering, the service that we're delivering. Sure. I don't believe in just having quantity. Quality is more important to me. What is a commonly held belief in your industry that you passionately disagree with? that a borrower doesn't qualify. Because when I started getting applications and I'm processing this and I'm like, wait a second, 75% of these borrowers don't qualify. 
how can that be? I'm like, wait a second, this is their dream. So how sure. do I make this work? So I turned it around. Now I look for an angle. So what piece to the puzzle is either missing, broken, needs to be fixed? And I get that and I form an action plan for my clients. So when I call them back to review the application, I never tell them they don't qualify. I need you to do A, B, and C. Let me know when this is done and then we'll be able to move forward with processing Right, rather than just shutting them down, killing their dreams, yeah. see if there's another way you can go. And that's actually really smart. I'm gonna do my job and my due diligence and I'm gonna give them all the information that they need. I'm gonna write it out for them in an email after our conversation. And they come back and they're like, Adriana, guess what? I don't know if you remember me. We spoke about six months ago. I did what you asked me to do. Can you look at my file again? Absolutely. And then they qualify. Right. That's cool. What are some of the must-haves when it comes to the affiliates, the vendors, or the people that you work with on your team and outside of your immediate team, but just in the business? What are some of the things that you look for when you're looking at who to work with? Number one, the borrower has to matter to them as much as the borrower matters to me. They have to be working for the borrower and not themselves. And two, communication. So in the process, there's a lot of deadlines that we have to meet. And there's a lot of hands in the cookie jar. It's so important for all of us as professionals to stay on the same page right. for the borrower's sake. So they have a good experience because ultimately this is an experience to them. No matter how, it's not just about right. getting a loan, it's them becoming a homeowner. So we want it to be a good experience for them. Has anything ever really been crazy or wild or? <laughs> yes. Oh, so, okay. There's never a dull moment in our industry. Sure. You know, there was a lady once that she thought that she could hide from us the fact that she owned a home in Puerto Rico. The worst part was that the way she bought this home was through a government program. So it's not even that she bought the home. The government gave her the home. And in order for her to keep the home, it had to be her primary residence. She couldn't she buy couldn't, another house. Right. Makes sense. And she was buying a house here in Orlando. And it came... Double dipping. We do. <laughs> she goes, but I just don't understand what the problem is. I go, well, that's fraud. It's illegal. <laughs> and There's laws around that. I just can't do this. Like, I'm licensed. We can report this, like you can report this, that you're buying a house. She goes, but then they'll take that away. <laughs> well, that's the program that you're under. <laughs> so it, it just, do you want the house in Puerto Rico or do you want the house in Orlando? Right. You have, you kind of have to make a choice. In the sense, or in the case that you can't help them, like what, how do you deal with the challenges of keeping things on the good terms all while letting them down that they can't actually get something they thought or they may not? You're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah. You know, and part of my success, I think, is accepting that. It's so easy to fall into pleasing people and then being stressed out over the fact that you can't. I do my best to listen, validate their frustration, just be honest with them, be right. transparent. I try to offer solutions, and for the most part, I am able to create solutions for them. It's not always what they would like. Or in the time frame. Or in the time frame that they sure. would like. But I do create solutions. And at the end of the day, I think working with people in general is a challenge because everybody has different personalities and they right. have different expectations. If there's one bit of advice that you could leave us with or you could give somebody who was thinking about leaving their job or mm -hmm. changing career paths or starting on their own to become you know, something they've always wanted to do for themselves, what's, what's one thing you would give somebody as far as just your advice to them that you could leave us with today. Not everybody's gonna believe in you. 
not everybody's going to support you. Be laser focused on what your dream is, on what your passion is. You need to ignore that. When you fall on your face, because you will, you get back up, you dust yourself off, and you try again and you don't give up on that. Because at the end of the day, I think the more you put into it, not just in effort, but with that passion, with that drive, the more you'll get out of it. Well, Adriana, I appreciate your time. It was, it was awesome learning you know, your path and how you got here and how you do it. Super great for your time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah.